Hi, my name is Paul Maxwell, content strategist at Tithely, and today we're going to talk about how pastors can protect themselves from burnout while they lead their church through the COVID lockdown and the subsequent reopening that we're all facing now. Welcome to Modern Church Leader, a short daily show to help you grow your church, be more effective and efficient, and powerful for the kingdom of God. The coronavirus pandemic has taken a toll on the entire world, right? Spiritually, emotionally, financially. But leading a church during these difficult times is kind of a doubly difficult task, especially for pastors and church leaders. So part of a church leadership team's responsibility is to care for their community members when their lives are threatened by crisis. Every pastor goes knows this because he's trained for this, whether you just got an MDiv or went through a church planning network training program, crisis is essential to the pastoral task. But rarely are church leaders faced with the task of leading every single one of their members through a crisis that strikes at the very heart of their physical and financial well-being. Such a challenge for pastors is actually unprecedented. And church leaders during this season are tasked with many, many things, many individual specific tasks that can uh, take up uh, 300% of their time, right? Caring for hundreds of individuals in states of crisis, expectations to work overtime, keeping the church physically healthy, keeping the church solvent when uh, classical fundraising models are no, are, are no longer working or, or, or effective or, or even an option, right? Pastoring individuals who have lost loved ones, but who cannot have a funeral have to suffer, suffer a double tragedy producing a full one-hour live streaming event every single week, uh, con uh, continuing to keep the church running as normal in every other respect, handling the stress of COVID on their own lives and families and friends and finances, right? So you've got the d triple task almost of leading the church, leading your church, leading, leading the church at a heightened state of crisis, and then caring for yourself and your family along the way. And these responsibilities will take a toll. Even, even on the pastor with the highest stamina and the best staff, they take a toll. And because of this, it's important for church leaders to take care of themselves during COVID just as much as any other human being. And just because you have a divine call on your life to, 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 to care for this special flock, that does not mean that you're superhuman. God created us as human beings to have limits. That was by design. And because of this, it's important to think excellently about how to fulfill God's special call to take care for the church and to take care of the church while not neglecting his call to care for yourself and your family. So let's dig into seven ways and really seven prompts for pastors that can help them to practice self-care during the COVID pandemic. And I hope that these practices can be useful for you and that you can, um, that they're, they're structured in a way to be as maximally plug and play in your life as possible. So number one, a little obvious, but I'm going to try to make this point deeper than it sounds, is to pray and read scripture, Right. We are never above the need to depend on God for our strength. And the way we rely on him is to ask him for strength and to read his word. Even Jesus needed to take a break from ministry to spend time with his father, right? Mark 135, Jesus got up, left the house. He went to a place where he could be alone. There he prayed. The promise of God's presence with us and that he hears us is articulated clearly by the apostle John, right? He says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us, right? First John 5, 14, the way we know that God, what, what God's will is for us and therefore how to pray in such a way that satisfies our souls is to read his word to us, to sit in it, to saturate in it, right? We know this from Paul's words to Timothy, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every single good work.
right? Second Timothy 3, 16, 17. It's easy to push this down our to-do list. It's, it's the number one thing I forget most instinctively, right? So that it becomes neglectable task that we don't have time for. But the truth is that we can't afford not to continue this critical habit, especially as we carry the heavy load this season of leading a church uh, in which every member is in a state of crisis to one degree or another. Second tip for pastors for self-care during the COVID pandemic, double down on community. One of the greatest invisible stressors of the country's stay-at-home orders has been the isolation many have experienced. Pastors, like all people, need physical community in their lives. If you're unable to get together with others in person due to risk factors, it is even more critical to lean into community, right? The the author of the book of Hebrews, he encourages us in this regard because he also was speaking to a church in a state of crisis, right? And he says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. That's in Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. Community can sometimes be awkward, right? We don't always know what to talk about. It can feel vulnerable to reach out to someone just to sort of say hi, right? But in a season of extreme isolation, it's more necessary than ever for the sake of our own hope and encouragement and love and service to the church to reach out to others for help. Number three, set clear boundaries with congregants. And this is this can be one of the most difficult things to do, depending on your church polity structure. You may feel or may be in a situation where you feel like, Every single member is a boss to some degree, right? And while you are caring for those in crisis, you you are not on call 24-7, okay? You are not obligated to expose yourself to infected congregants, right? Paul exhorts the Galatians, for each will have to bear his own load, Galatians 6-5. Just because you're a pastor, that doesn't mean you're obligated to be the personal therapist for every member of your congregation, the personal crisis manager for every person in your congregation, right? This comes back to human limitations, right? People in the church have always asked pastors to shift their ministry in order to accommodate their personal desires, right? Because uh, again, we read in scripture, for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear, 2 Timothy 4, 3. But the apostle Paul He has a a better word, right? Remember, in Galatians, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, Galatians 6, 2. And so this can be your exhortation for your church, not that you're there for everybody, though you can be in your own way, but that they should bear one another's burdens, right? This is where networks and volunteers and systems and procedures come into place, right? Recruit those in your church to lean on one another during this difficult time. Facilitate the catalyzation of those relationships through administrating small groups and and digital events. and Devote your time to those tasks with the highest return for the overall well-being of the whole church. Number four, manage stressed staff with tact. Now, this is going to be very difficult, but most people are going through a very difficult time right now, which is actually means less than it actually is, right? Even though many are involuntarily unemployed during this season, Fortune Magazine reports that many are considering quitting their jobs even right now. Those who struggle with mental illness may be experiencing even more pronounced experiences of stress during this pandemic, and that includes your employees. For that reason, it's important to understand that your church staff may underperform during this time. While COVID by no means represents a a, a new normal for productivity per se, 
recognize that a heightened demand for pastoral care in your church is not automatically matched with increased work capacity among your staff and volunteers. They're the exact same people, the exact same assets in, in the exact same positions, right? Communicate to your church staff that they have the that they have the latitude to underperform during this time. And this is not the right time to crack down on productivity, right? You may end up breaking the will of your workforce. Instead, give them the opportunity to follow your example in self-care. Set a slower pace. Make sure that you do not create an undue burden for them during a time when they are already overburdened, even with the great opportunities that the church has to meet needs during this crisis season, right? The book of Proverbs says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs eleven fourteen. Lend yourself to your staff as an example of hope and courage in the midst of a fright, frightening circumstance. Be the multitude of counselors that can shine by example. This will minimize the potential for undue conflict in the church office and consequently make your life easier as well because you're not trying to, you're not trying to crack the whip on a broken workforce. Number five, stay physically healthy. So it's important to take care of your body during this season. And, and this is not just a, a scientific point, but the Apostle Paul, he makes this point as well in his epistles. He writes, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body, right? That's 1 Corinthians 6. We've all read that verse and have applied it to many aspects of our lives. And Paul's talking about fighting uh, sin, but the principle stands that what we do with our bodies matters to God. Not only are we tasked with using our bodies for the glory of God during normal life, but we are also in a season in which it is supremely important to mitigate risk factors for COVID infection by strengthening our bodies, strengthening our immune systems, not only for our safety, but the safety of others. This means that as tempting as it might be to get, get DoorDash and watch Netflix three nights in a row, it may help you in a more important way to cook a healthy dinner and go for a run in a socially isolated way. Number six, prioritize your family. It's very easy to neglect our families during this time. More than that, it's easy to forget that they're a resource of encouragement and love for us that we need now more than ever, right? And, and Paul, in, in his mentorship of Timothy, he's, he's aware of this. Paul exhorts Timothy that a church leader must manage his own household well, 1 Timothy 3, 4, right? Be sure not to lose sight of your family, your needs, their needs, their value to you and to the church during this time. If you compromise your family, you compromise the integrity of your ministry. Number seven, be patient with yourself. So proactively guard against perfectionism. It will quickly corrode your resilience to failure, of which there will, there will certainly be an abundance during this season, right? Lots of failure, lots of new things, lots of trying things for the first time. Scripture reminds us, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. You don't have to be perfect. You don't always have to be the strongest person in the room. You know, you may have your, your moments, uh, your own moments when stress turns into emotional overwhelm and even, even existential exhaustion, right? Which many pastors face on a regular basis, not just during this crisis, crisis mode time. But don't beat yourself up over it, right? God's grace is made perfect, not through powering up and, and, and stressing through it, but through dependence on his power when we are weak. That gives us strength. And there's rarely been a season when so many church leaders have often felt so weak, which means there's rarely been a time when an opportunity to display God's strength has been so straightforward. Okay, so what does this mean for the church? What does this mean for you? What does this mean for church leaders? It means 
take your leadership in stride. Take your leadership in stride. If you don't care for yourself during this season, you are doing a disservice to your own church. They need you to be a leader that's bringing as much as possible to the table right now. The only way that is possible is if you start playing chess, not checkers, right? In other words, play the long game of legacy, not the short game of burnout. God's strength will be made perfect through your humble acceptance of the limits God designed for human life, right? Pretending that we don't live in God's world, pretending that we're not human beings with limits doesn't help anybody. So during this season, pray to God, read his word, care for your church staff, prioritize your family, prioritize your physical health, and invest in yourself as much as possible because the more you care for yourself, the more equipped and strengthened and fortified and fed in your soul you will be to supply every need you can for your church members during this difficult season. God bless and Godspeed. Thanks for listening. Please review Modern Church Leader on Apple Podcasts and visit our website for more resources at tithe.ly or follow the links in the show notes. 